Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Hedia on this Holy Saturday, right? Holy Saturday. Yes. For the Living Fearless Devotional. Um, and we are in Yorba Linda, California. Yes. <laughs> when you do that, when you do the Yorba Linda, it totally throws me off. You got to say, we're here for the Living Fearless the devotional. devotional. So I could say part of <laughs> resurrectministry.com where you could deepen your relationship with Christ, whether you have walked with him a long time or you haven't met him yet. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, living and powerful, will meet you where you are. We provide resources like books and worship bands and pastors uh, and our previous content, our podcast and articles I've written for the Christian Post. We love to hear from you. So drop us a line in the comment section. We read all of those and answer them directly. And if you're so inclined to partner with us, we you can click the donate button now. Donate now button. And um, it would truly be a blessing. Yes. Hit that button. And for this video, like, share, subscribe, um, pass it on to others. That would be a great blessing for us as well. Yes. We've had a lot of blessings today. We have. We got to see your mom. Yes. She came over to your house, our house, but I'm saying your house because. It's It's the first time she's done that in five years. Wow. The last time was when she lived next door. (laughs) (laughs) It took six months to get her here, but it was awesome. And it was on Easter weekend, which was fantastic. Yes. And then we just saw two of the three teenagers that have been in Florida for a little while. They came home safely. Yes. All in one piece. Yep. And then one of them already left. (laughs) He got home, took my car and left. Yes. Uh, But that's all good. He's over there at his uh, girlfriend's house, which uh, I love their relationship. It's um, fun to see. They really like each other. Um, All right. So on this Holy Saturday, which is the Saturday between the crucifixion, Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday. Yes. Do we know what happened on this Saturday? We just started this broadcast and I told you. (laughs) And you. I am desperately trying to understand. I have listened to five different things that say five different versions of the harrowing in hell trying to understand Abraham's bosom uh, and taking captivity captive and what the Lord did to free um, those that were not yet allowed into heaven because heaven wasn't, you know, is not, no one's allowed until Christ um, rests there. So it's just, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I'm still, I'm sorry. I can't provide a summary just yet. (laughs) Look at this. Kate's already celebrating Resurrect Sunday. Yeah. She's in Australia. Fantastic. I hope the service was good, Kate. Yes. Awesome. All right. We're reading from. Can you uh, say hi, Lisa? Oh, hi, Lisa. Sorry. I didn't mean to ignore you. I just was, <laughs> thought, I thought it was how interesting. It always is just kind of fun to realize that Kate is a day ahead of us. Yes. All right. Sorry, Lisa. I wasn't ignoring you. Um, we're reading from Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon <clears throat> for April 8th. The reference is Luke 23:31 that says, If men do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry. It's an interesting one. I'm not like, sure that I've remembered this. It's like when, if you do this when times are good, what are you going to do when things are bad? Mm. All right, then. Well, let's hear what Charles Spurgeon has to say. Didn't, I wouldn't have made this connection, but Spurgeon, he's a genius. <laughs> he says, one very instructive interpretation of this thought-provoking question is this. If Jesus, the innocent substitute for sinners, suffered so horrifically, what will happen to a sinner, the dry tree? 
once he finds himself in the hands of an angry God. Not good. When God saw Jesus in the sinner's place, he did not spare his own son. And when he faces those who are unconverted and without Christ, he will not spare them either. Dear sinner, in the same way Jesus was led away by his enemies, you will be dragged away by satanic forces oh. to the place appointed for you. Wow. Jesus was deserted by God. And if he was deserted, he who was considered a sinner only by virtue of the imputation of our sins to him, how much more will you be? What a terrible scream when Jesus cried out in a loud voice. Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. One day you too will cry out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Then your answer will come since you rejected me when I called, since you ignored all my advice and would not accept my rebuke. I, in turn, will laugh at your disaster. I will mock when calamity overtakes you. Oh, what heaven that. help us. If God did not spare his own son, how much less will he spare you? What whips of burning still steel will be yours when your conscience finally strikes you with it, all its terror. You who are the richest, the happiest, and the most self-righteous of sinners, who will take your place when God says to you, Awake, O Lord, against this person who has rejected me. Strike him, and may he feel the pain forever. The sword. Wow. Yes. If they spit on Jesus, dear sinner, uh. what shame will be yours? It is impossible to express the massive sorrows that converged on the head of Jesus who died for us. Thus, it is even more absurd to think we would fully explain what turn will laugh at your disaster. I will mock when calamity overtakes you. Did I click on that? Yeah. Yeah. It, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Streams. Oh, let's go back now. Uh, I thought I clicked. Thus, it is even more absurd to think we could fully explain what streams, no, what oceans of grief will crash over your spirit if you die as you are? And you may die this way. You could even die right now. Mm. I plead with you, therefore, on the basis of the agony of Christ, his wounds and his blood, do not bring the coming wrath upon yourself. Trust in the Son of God and you will never die. What kind of show would that be if I just suddenly died? And what would you do? Would you continue and say what? <laughs> I, d I didn't get that that was going to be the first question. I'm totally taken aback. I don't know what to say. Well, Spurgeon brought it up. I just thought I would comment. Hey, Carrie News. Nice to see you. Hi, Carrie. She came in right at the right time. <laughs> um, what is interesting and why I find this so oh okay so answer oh. this then so you want to give a hypothetical yeah, sure. do you want a celebration of life funeral or yes. do you want everyone to cry funeral no it's life okay yeah good because I do too I'll leave behind the whole thing okay good because yeah. I'm going to do the same <laughs> I'm going to leave instructions for my party I'll leave my speech that I'm uh, giving on Monday for me to read on your yeah, behalf? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So people have something to think about as to, uh, you know, what direction their life is going in. Because it is much like this. I was I was a dry tree. Aww. And uh, and there is so much to that uh, devotional that he spoke of that I, 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 I hope 
comes out in my message that for the years that I understood God existed, that I, it, I clearly was getting all these seeds on the dry, rocky soil of my heart and my soul. Oh. It, was, it was coming in and then bouncing off. I was seeing the greatness, but yet it wasn't taking root. Oh, no soil. No soil. Not, not, not a, not a, among the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> and so it is this, uh, yeah, I'm so happy that I escaped um, that, I all wish, that rap. I wish I could read this to my family members. Mm. People I, I know that are not saved. You know, it's just uh, your heart really uh, is in agony when you read these and you're just like, it's so bad what will happen to those who don't believe. And it makes it makes your heart break mm. for people that, you know, that don't believe. And it's not because and it's so it's so weird how everything that is good is made evil. Um, but people think it means you hate them. It's like. You can't understand the simple concept. I love you. Right. That's why I want this for you. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't care. Um, Isn't that what we're going through with all of this uh, trans jihad, gender jihad? With every, is, is that yes. their hatred is that they, they keep saying that we hate them. We've, we've never said that. Yeah. We're warning them. It's, it's, it's as if it's as if when you disciplined a child, they would turn around and say to you, you must hate me. Yes. You're taking away my phone and, and punishing me. You hate me. <laughs> Just, you know what I mean? It's like, no, we want to take yes. away the tools that you use to hurt yourself, to inflict harm in an effort to protect you to get older until you're an adult. Right. But we want to take away the tools from society that are saying that you can mutilate yourself as a child before you have the maturity Um to make that decision as an adult and to think 80% of trans adolescents change their mind by the time they are adults. So for us not to intercede is irresponsible. It's as, a, as a parent, as a parent, as a, as a society member, oh, forget as a parent, true, true. As a, as a parent, you're, you're just, you're high. I don't know what's wrong with you, but as a society, if your parents are that destructive, we need to protect you. We need to protect you from them. You know, the rest True. of society has to be and says, I ah, know I'm allowed to do it. It's the same spirit of ball of sacrificing children that tells parents you can mutilate your child at nine is the same spirit that tells a person you can kill your baby. in the womb. Mm. You know, it's just a continuation of that same demonic spirit, which is babies, kids are, are objects of the devil's use. And we may do with them what we want. And we sacrifice them to the gods of, of evil, of witchcraft, of sorcery. You made me think about the, the talk I'm planning on giving on Tuesday at the school board meeting, uh, where I talk about just 15, 20 years ago. I don't know the exact amount of years ago that I was in sex crimes as a detective. And I received a phone call from a patrolman who was out on on the road. He was near a school. There's obviously as a detective, we work during the day. So we, my phone rings, I pick it up. He goes, Hey, this is um, officers such and such. And he says, I have this guy. He's near the school and the, and parents waved me down and saw him trying to get kids to come over to his car. He was waving them over. <clears throat> and um, he gave me the plate. I ran the plate and it comes back to a guy who has a history of uh, child molestation. And I said, get him. 
And so he went and pulled him over, found pornography inside the car. So he's mm. trying to get the kids to come over where he would show wow. them pornography. Uh, ended up arresting him. He was like, he was a third striker. He currently should be still in prison for 30 years. All he did was try to wave a couple of kids over to his car to show the pornography. And, now and, I, and I was able to write, that. I was able to put it together. I was able to put together the package, take it to the DA and he, he got 30 years. And so my, my talk is that here we have librarians, teachers, and parents who are going to be in that school board meeting fighting that to continue to have pornography in our schools, in elementary schools and junior highs and high schools. And, and, and 15, only 15, 20 years ago, we are putting people away for doing the very same thing. Yeah. I mean, th th this is even worse. These yeah, are trusted just, people. These are trusted adults. <laughs> and, and they argue that, well, my kid needs to see these things. I said, well, your kid can. We're not, they, they, they claim that we're book burning. I mean, we're not book burning. You buy the book. Buy the book. Keep it at home. Get the video. <laughs> Get the DVD that goes along with it. And then we'll knock down your door and arrest you for doing the same thing this one guy was doing on one day right? on one, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. If, if, if a parent brought Uncle Joe over <laughs> the house to show the kid that stuff, yep. they could still be arrested under the law. Yes. But a teacher can do it, yes. and it's sanctioned. Yeah, they fight for it. Yeah. They're foaming at the mouth. They're going to be screaming. This is going to be a fight at Car our school. Carrie gives this great analogy because it's very similar she said, in the days of Lot, in the story of the Bible, it says, you cannot understand how the men were rioting to let the angels, who they thought were new, fresh blood, oh, yes. out. And they were rioting to, to, for him to let them out. Mm. And it sounded so crazy. But now, not so much. Right. It's not so crazy. Uh, it's, just a, it's just an upside-down world. And Carrie says she was Irish. She wants a party when she goes. Yes. Can we come? <laughs> Can we come to the party? I have a little yes. bit of Irish in me too. Yes, you do. So that's why I like that. I would love the party. I would love, uh, you know, streamers and hats. Kind? Yeah, little hats. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what else, man? We jumped right into some heavy stuff there right away. But uh, what what do you think about the um, uh, the 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 living green tree and the in the dry tree you were talking about earlier that you did not. Well, I just didn't, um, I didn't jump to Spurgeon's um, commentary that if, if, and I get it now because the tree green Jesus, what do you think it's going to do mm. if the tree was dry? So cinders of the dry tree, if God would do this to the green tree to Jesus, what do you think it's uh, going to do yes. to you? Thank you. Got it now. Right. <laughs> yes. But it just, I didn't get that at first. I, I would have been, yeah, it would have taken me a while, but I get it now. It makes sense. And uh, and also then you get to the part you did that perfectly, by the way. It was right on cue. What did the, the voice of the, the voice of Jesus <laughs> in Hebrew? Which the reason being is because I could not do it. Um, but um this whole thing that of, of God turning his back on Jesus was not even in my it's one of the hardest things. Muslims bring that up all the time to refute that Jesus was God. Mm. Why would God forsake him? If that was actually Jesus, why would he forsake him? Because God cannot partake in sin, cannot see. Wouldn't Right. It, it, Jesus could not die, could not give up his spirit until God turned. Hmm. So as long as, as God's attention was on Jesus, I mean, this is the commentary I've heard. People may have heard others. 
um, that uh, he could not um, give up his spirit. So basically, all of man's sin was on Jesus, and that's why um, God allows him to die. Was that was that throughout? I'm asking wild questions here, but was that throughout the uh, the whipping and all that, or well, that was it from the know. moment that he was nailed to the sins? I don't know, but that's but the way it's explained in the Bible, this is this is a, a point in time. What is it? Was it happening throughout? Mm. I don't know. And so Jesus at that moment felt abandoned. Do you think? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the that's the hard part to understand. Was he? Uh, did he truly feel forsaken? Uh, you know, it's like his moment of weakness when he says, um, Lord, take this, uh, God, will you take this cup from me? But not my will, yours be done. Mm. There are moments of anguish. Jesus had, he was the man God. So there was moments in his flesh that he felt anguish. So did he feel anguish at that moment when he's carrying all of this sin? Mm -hmm. I'm sure he did feel anguish. Plus, um, plus after being tortured and exactly, it, it all was culminated in that one moment that exactly um there's times that we feel that way absolutely that way hey i can't take anymore exactly wow what a but just this the the way he's combined old and new testament scriptures of what would happen to people that die in sin is just scary. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just that one uh, that comes from the Psalms, uh, that comes from Proverbs. I will mock it as calamity overtakes you. Yikes. And the Zechariah scripture. Can we get to the scripture? Actually, yeah. let's do yeah. that. Uh, Romans 8.32. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? And the important point there is, if he did all of that for us, why wouldn't he give us everything in return? He sacrificed what was most precious to him. To him. Um, and in return, to just make us suffer? No. Mm -hmm. He would want us to inherit all things. Matthew 15, 34. And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Proverbs 1, 24 through 26. This is God out to the sinner. Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded because you disdained all my counsel and would have none of my rebuke. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your terror comes. Oh, uh, no. Don't wait for that moment, folks. No. That's bad. <clears throat> Zechariah 13, 7, awake sword against my shepherd, against the man who is close to me, declares the Lord Almighty. Strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered and I will turn my hand against the little ones. This is the fate of the Israelites. Matthew 27, 30, then they spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. Crucifixion and John eleven twenty six and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? What a great promise! Yes, you will never die. I mean, you got the two things right here. That if you are a non a non believer, no, that you're a you're somebody who's kind of on the fence. Let's say that's yes. even better because it's just again a a challenge to them. I guess is right. the, the way to put it. To say what if. 
It's true. What if it's true? Right. You 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 have the the wrath of God, him mocking you, and you dying this horrible death and living in this hell of torturous life. Forever. Forever. Or <laughs> you have eternal life in heaven. And isn't it interesting that people still can't accept just because of that? Like that should be enough to convince people, well, you know what? Why don't I just, you know, believe? But they can't. It's also based on God's foreknowledge who will hear the gospel and believe, you know, but um, it's not as easy as we think. But then you can also say, well, what's the downside of living in a way that God wants us to live through the gospel? But there's no downside. <laughs> I mean, if, if, if you just take our lives as we lived without God, really, in yes. our life, we could show you the disasters. We, can, we, we have the experience. We, we can share with you all of the things that were not great and some things that were really horrible. Right. That we now go through some horrible things. I had cancer and I nearly died with COVID in the hospital, yet amazing things came out of it. And I had nothing but, but fond memories of those times. You know what I mean? It, because people will say, well, you, you still had bad things happen. I said, yeah, but the bad things that happened, I had God with me. Yes. When my wife and I, Hedia, I can, I'm talking to somebody, when my wife and I have difficulty, we, we come out better than how we started. Because why? Because we had God with us. Amen. And everything that we can point at of, of disaster, we can always point out the positive that came out of it. Thank God. That in the past that you could not do that. Something bad Absolutely. would happen and the result would be something bad. <laughs> <laughs> Cause and effect. Right. So I'm just, I, I often now think like, well, why, why wouldn't you? Why, why, why not give your life to Jesus? So. So Carrie's talking about last night with Pastor Jack at Calvary Chapel, Chino uh, Hills. I cried and sang with Jack and the church last night was awesome. Yes, It, it was. was beautiful. It really was. We were right there in the front row. Uh, and yes, Carrie agrees. God turned his head when sin came upon him. That's mm -hmm. when he's talking about being forsaken. And Lisa has a praise report. Darcy and I were sent on a divine appointment today. And this person asked us to explain God's holiness. That's an interesting question for somebody who doesn't believe. <laughs> We yeah. talked for three plus hours, witnessing the power of the Holy Spirit. Wow. Yeah, that Congratulations. Awesome. That's fantastic. That, Thank you. Carrie's saying amen. Carrie's thinking. Oh, yeah. That was three hours. You can't listen to me talk for 15 minutes, Schnooks. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to you talk all the time. <laughs> uh, My uh, eyes make glaze over in certain parts. Yeah. But I listen. On Monday, you're gonna have to listen to me talk for 30 minutes. I don't want I don't want you going to your phone. I'm gonna be looking to see if you go to your phone while I'm talking. I will not. <laughs> not like you. I, my phone was busy recording you. <laughs> I could not go to my true, phone. True, that's true. <laughs> All right, went through the scripture. Let's go through uh, what Jim has to say on this. And it is this. The truth is, everyone deserves death. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's so true. Yeah. Perhaps you've heard the message of the gospel of Christ many times, but have never been saved and thereby still fall short of what you need for eternal life. Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you to be found fallen short of it. For we also have had the gospel preached to us just as they did, but the message they heard was of no value to them because those who heard did not combine it with faith. Boom, right there. Mm. Hebrews 4, 1 and 2. 
Why not combine the gospel message you heard with faith this morning? I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. Ask him to save you, to give you Jesus, and you will no longer fall short of the glory of God, for he is the glory of God. Amen. Absolutely. That's beautiful. <laughs> Carrie's saying, we love your stories, Andy, but she shared my camp story. The Qaddafi. You oh. already? <laughs> so fast? You were so enchanted. <laughs> I thought about it today, actually. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, my goodness. Lisa saying that's a friend from her old church that she assumed was Christian, and she wasn't. We met with her because it was her year anniversary of being here from Ukraine. Oh. Wow. So how many years was she sitting in that church and not a Christian? That is fascinating. It oh. reminds me actually of a very dear friend of mine who goes to church two, three times a week and <laughs> is not saved. Wow. Yeah. Where does she go? Why does she go? Yeah. Because her daughter's going and her husband's going. You know, my best friend. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. I like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's funny because the way she says it, she's like, it's really, um, it's a really good atmosphere. People are really kind. We learn good moral principles. And I was like, it's about Jesus, my dear. And, uh, she's Jewish. And I was like, it's the same God, you know, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Moses. And, uh, she's like, yeah, I know, but I can't change. What, what do you mean? What does she mean? It's uh, cultural. You can't change. Yeah. Adherence to parents. She's never heard of uh, Jews for Jesus. I told her, I said, Jesus was a Jew. <laughs> All of the disciples were Jewish. Nicodemus. Did she did tell her about Nicodemus? I did not get a chance to tell her about Nicodemus. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Cindy. Cindy just got here. Hello, Cindy. What is your topic tomorrow, Cindy? Besides he is risen. Besides he is risen. <laughs> One year, Lisa saying two, what? Oh, one year she was in the church. Yes. Uh -huh. Wow. Wow. Wow, Lisa. One year walking around church, not saved. Well, at the end, did she accept Christ? <laughs> or she's still on the fence? <laughs> I don't know how people do that. But I guess for some people, it does take a long time. I've heard for some people, it's taken years. Mm. That's fascinating. I'm just noticing I didn't put he is risen. I put he has risen. No, it has to be he is risen. Yeah, I know. I don't know what I was thinking. I, didn't, I think I was only on my first cup of coffee when I did that this morning. <laughs> I still, <laughs> I just I, noticed that. Did you get a second cup? I never got a second and, cup. Me either. This is an odd day. Lisa says. When she was three hours into her three-day journey to escape, they were sleeping in a car, called, and had not eaten, and a Christian man knocked on the window asking if they were hungry to give her food. Oh. I hear, I love stories of Christian hospitality and generosity. It is so life-changing. Um, then he told her Jesus loves her, and she came to church and is still trying to understand. And it's difficult because she's still learning the language. Uh, need to get her some YouTube channels in um, yeah. Ukrainian. <laughs> That'd be good. So Cindy's focusing on blood covenants, then resurrection, hope, and fulfillment of God's plan. Nice. Awesome. That's fantastic. That's cool. So if I can just um, go to our our day with your mom. Okay. Come in here. I, and I think God bringing her here to our house today 
you know, she's still Muslim. Yes. And um, understands that you have this, this, the faith of God. She mentioned it a couple of times, like you guys, she said, like you guys, you Christians a couple of times. But what I, what I hope she saw was God's love in us today through the things that she was saying. Absolutely. Well, the hardest part about bringing my mom to Christ is she believes we are a God sanctioned religion. So we were talking about this earlier. Mm. She believes we are God-fearing people. She believes it's the same God. Mm. So when she argues with my other relatives who say I am an apostate heretic <laughs> that has left the religion, my mom's like, why do you keep saying that? God said he brought Judaism, Islam, and Christianity. So she belongs to one of the other ones. Why do you keep insulting her? Mm. So that's the hardest part is because trying to explain to her it's a different God she doesn't accept. It would be better if she did not think it was the same. <laughs> it was. <laughs> because then I could talk to her about our God. But every time I try to talk about our God, she keeps referring to it as the same God. So, mm. and there's, you know, age and hearing and other yeah. difficulties. But it's just beautiful that she acknowledges God in us and maybe juxtaposed to those that are not so great. She may see, well, there's something about their lives that's special. That, that that that's a, the eventual point I was going to get to yes. because she's dealing with other Muslims who are not so graceful, grace filled, filled. Thank you, grace filled no, and, and no loving grace at all, and then not loving. They're 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 most the most important thing to them is the report how bad we are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. She comes here and sees something completely different. Yeah, and, and what, she knows that she sees it when she's with us all the time. Mm. That's why she always comes to our defense. Good. Well, there's there's little little breakthroughs. I think. God willing. I think today was a good uh, opportunity for her to see us in our in our in our home. Yes, in the spirit in our home. And Zara. Yes. I think she likes to see Zara and I kind of joking around together and that Absolutely. kind of stuff. She makes her smile. It does. Yeah. It's for good. sure. Having well, a father good. figure in her house, having a father in her life is is life changing. Good. Absolutely. I think Lisa popped in a couple. Yes. So Lisa oh. went on to tell us the story of her Ukrainian friend. And so the Christian man that went up to the car to ask her, she was hungry, told her, then he told her, Jesus loves you. And then um, uh, Lisa's explaining, I met her in a Bible study and kept trying to talk with her through iPhone and Google translate. And I assume like Darcy, that she was a Christian. Our church got her Ukrainian Bible and we keep in touch. Has her English improved? I'm yeah. probably a little bit, a little but bit. It, I think it would be best to find her Ukrainian pastors mm. uh, that, that preach in Ukrainian. By now, that should not be horribly difficult. I mean, not it should not be impossible. I mean, I know of one. Um, I don't he actually, Vlad, but he's not, I don't think he's Ukrainian, he's Russian, but she probably speaks Russian. He's an awesome preacher, but um, the sermons I hear are in English, but I'm sure he has some in Russian. There, there are tons. Mm. Vlad. 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 Pastor, Pastor, Pastor Vlad. Pastor. <laughs> uh, Pastor Vlad was in the Come Out in Jesus Name movie. Mm. That was another big hit these, uh, these past month. The same time the Jesus Revolution came out. It's about um, uh, demonization and exorcisms. Yeah, those are really scary. 
I think I've, said, I've mentioned that, that the exorcist I saw when I was 10 years old, my brother took me to the drive-in, La Mirada drive-in. Uh-huh. And I, oh, I didn't sleep for until I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> and the stupid thing is that I would act out the scenes of the exorcist and it would make it worse. Yes, but it I would. Was, but I was really good at it. Yes, it I would, would do the, the sit up thing where he or he's she sits up. I don't know up. if I ever saw it. Oh, no, I did. I did it all. And yet, and then it would scare me. I would scare myself. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Tells you a little bit about my childhood, yeah, about how goofy I, hear, I was. I hear all kinds of interesting stories about childhood. <laughs> and then Jaws. It was Jaws and Exorcist. Where yeah, Jaws scared everybody. Yeah. I would, Lake Elsinore is where we had another house. Our other house was there. And uh, then I would go in the swimming. And the Lake Elsinore is only, in some areas, it's only like four feet deep. I could actually put my feet in the down in like deep out out into the lake but i used to think every that kid I, went through i used that. to think this, a shark would get me and i was in a freshwater lake <laughs> <laughs> every kid was terrified of the beach after jaws i was i just i started thinking in my head i go is there and then i would start panicking and i'd run out of the water I, i'd never forget it cindy saying uh she watched it with her demonically possessed husband that was really scary <laughs> You know what that reminds me of? Every time I recite Arabic, Andy gets really oh, freaked yes. out as if like some uh, some monster's going to come oh. out with a sword and, and decapitate him. It takes so. me back to 9-11 and some of those horrible <laughs> YouTube videos that I used to watch. Oh. And Lisa says, what a wonderful day with your mom. Oh, it was awesome. Thank you. It really was awesome. Um, your mom has a, a, a personality that is one of um, cleanliness, order, and and you should have seen Hedia the, the the 24 hours before her mom was coming over. She I was, had to polish the silver. I had to wash oh the plates. <laughs> in the corners of in cracks of the the home, she's like, you know, with a toothbrush Cut. and a little little dustpan. Oh my gosh! Came into my office, was looking around, inspecting my office. Like what? My office is perfectly fine. I put papers away. I haven't put away in months. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I was trying to do as much as I could. I was going. About, I was looking on the ground with a magnifying glass, looking for pieces of paper. And, and she didn't. She. I. She may have said something to Alexa when she left, but she didn't say anything. Yeah, she thought it was. She, was, she said the house was beautiful, and she was very kind. Yeah. Yeah, I think she That's was really fully aware of her need to make sure and just be kind. And she ate. Oh my gosh, she ate food. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen your mom eat. Right. We've gone to the nicest restaurants in Beverly Hills. And she doesn't eat. And that was amazing. Yeah, that was it? pretty awesome. <laughs> Tell a little bit about uh, too much about your life. But it is interesting that we could go to these, I mean, just amazing restaurants in, in, in Beverly Hills. And the, the re- it's usually too area. cold or too uncooked. Or- yeah, the seat's uncomfortable. It's too close <laughs> to the restroom or too close to the kitchen. It's too dark. Too clo- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we've ever been sat at a table that we didn't move from. Well, me and Zara don't ever sit. We wait until she looks at the table. Yeah, first. She walks around the restaurant <laughs> finding the right table. Yes. And the maitre d' with the thing over the thing is going, is this one good, madame? And he, start, he starts sweating when she because they know her. And when she walk in, they go, oh, it's, Mis- it, it's just- Mrs. Maramati. She's going to wander around until she finds the right seat. It's the it's the, the cartoon version or the, the the sitcom version of of a, a wealthy mom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
I've never seen anything like it. The first couple of times that we went out with your mom and dad, I was like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not that way. And wherever they sit me, I sit. If the food comes cold or whatever, not cooked, I eat it. I don't, I don't say anything. I go, oh, they come back. They you go, don't how alter, was your food? I go, it's you fantastic. Alter anything I don't on alter, the menu. No, it, that's how they even, wrote it out. He won't even remove an ingredient. No, that's how they made it. I can remove the ingredient. If there's an onion, I take the onion out, but I like the onions, but you know what I mean? But it's, but it's such a different, I, and it's been fun though. I, I've learned to have fun with it. <laughs> At first it was hard, but I, I deal with it now. Yes, you do. <clears throat> Part of it is that being a cop too. You don't want to have your food that comes out and, and take the chance of sending it back because it'll come back with something really just, bad in it. All you have to do is say, can you just bring me mine before you take hers back? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, so much fun. But yeah, she ate all of her food. Okay, I read The Exorcist. I read The Exorcist. That takes too long. Yeah, I read The Exorcist and promptly ran it down the, to the dumpster. On Jaws, I kept checking the bathroom. <laughs> That's hysterical. Thanks, Carrie. That's good. And Lisa wants the name of it. He's actually not Ukrainian. I believe he's Russian. But I'm going to see if he actually does any sermons in Russian. <laughs> hey, and then I'll send it to you for sure. Oh, she does speak And Russian. she does speak Russian. And then Lisa's asking for prayer for <sighs> her daughter-in-law because she's going for a test tomorrow and they may have to induce labor early. She is due April 24th. Um, what is your daughter-in-law's name? So that we give you that. Yeah. I was preemie. I was like two months preemie. Oh, really? Yeah. They, my mom couldn't bring me home for, I think it was a month. And the NICU? Yeah, they put me in one of those little boxes. Yeah. Did she go visit you or just left you there? I think she just left me there. <laughs> Who cares? I may not even belong to them. <laughs> Your dad was probably like, what does, yeah, because you know, they switched a lot of babies. Yeah, that's what my brother said. They said, my brother, my brother would always say either, uh, you know, they didn't really want you, but they're Catholic and they had to keep you. And then. Which is probably true. Yeah, it was probably. Hey. <laughs> and then the other one was, you know, you're not. Well, that's only, I only say that because you're how many years younger than everyone else? Well, my, my. Than the last kid. My oldest sister is five years older than me and then 10 years older and then 15 years older. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they, they would say, they would say, you know, when they left you there at the hospital, that you belong to somebody else. That's so funny. They, they would My say brother, I belong to, like the, to some rich person. Put all those, those, now there's very, it's very serious. Like they put all those latches on you yeah. to match the, oh, yes. the foot. But my brother used to grab a Sharpie mm. and X the feet. Really? The kids, yeah. I just never left the side of any of the four kids. I don't, Courtney, I but think. Weren't two. they born in your living room? Well, one was, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, of course. That one never left our house. <laughs> he didn't leave the house until he was, uh, you know, like a month old. Uh, but um, yeah, the other three. It's right. You're so good at that. You got a good memory. But yeah, the other three, I didn't leave. They, they would take them to, you know, cut, the, cut his penis yeah. or, you know, put drops one. in their eyes, whatever it was. I, I, I never left their side. And then they would go back to mom and then I would go, I would crash up. <laughs> um. Okay. And so, yeah, the, the, the air conditioning is blowing on your face. Huh? Yeah, it's yeah. killing you. We forgot to turn it off today. Um, 40 minutes. Okay, okay. Oh, no, Cindy has one. One, <laughs> one more comment. I'm doing all our Easter <laughs> stuff here and then driving to Texas to do family stuff. Prayers for traveling mercies. Yes, oh, absolutely. Wow. Can we pray now? Yeah. And her name is Carrie. Okay. No. 
I think she's saying, thank you, Carrie. Lisa, oh. you didn't tell us your daughter-in-law's name. If you could do that, and then we could pray. Unless she's saying it's also Carrie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or her name is Heart, Purple Heart Carrie. <laughs> well, it's a, what a, what a beautiful weekend. And I'm excited about service. We're taking all of the kids. Um, and then you're making us a Mexican fiesta. Yes. Woohoo. Very excited. As we're just killing a little time here for Lisa to type the name of her daughter-in-law. It doesn't come in the next couple of seconds. I'm just going to say daughter-in-law. You know, one of my favorite jokes was, oh, I would tell yeah. is that uh, I have a dog with, with, with no legs. I took him for a walk the other day. It was a real drag. <laughs> oh See, perfect. <laughs> uh, right on time. Thank you for that. You have to think of one so morbid. Okay. First, one, first one that came. Oh, dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for this week. Thank you for Holy Week. Thank you for all of the amazing um, new points, new knowledge, new wisdom that you've given us, um, each and every one of us to our hearts uh, that helps unlock the mysteries of the crucifixion, the resurrection, and all that Christ has done for us, Lord. We're so grateful. We're so grateful to be saved and redeemed, Lord. And as this devotional said, for those, the, the wrath that awaits those that do not yet know you, Lord, we want, and we know you want, that none should perish, Lord. And so we ask for saving grace, saving faith for our families, our loved ones, our towns, cities, our community, our, our nation, Lord, all of those that are under demonic influences now that lead them into the depths of hell, Lord, will you break that off of them, break it off of each and every one of them, Lord. Uh, thank you for... Uh, Lisa and um, her daughter-in-law, Rachel, who's expecting a beautiful young human, and that we ask that you keep her in there just a little while longer, he or she, actually, uh, and that um, it waits until the time appointed, Lord, and you know that time. And so we ask that um, he or she comes at the appointed time, for you are in control, Lord, and we trust you. Um, thank you for the healthy new baby, baby that will be part of Lisa's family, and uh, bless Cindy as she travels on her way. Bless her ministry and uh, every all the words. May they be anointed tomorrow and bring uh, comfort and joy to the listeners for this is a joyous day of celebration, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for making us believers and continue to bless all of us as we go about our way with our families. May the gospel truth that will be told tomorrow touch their hearts in a unique way. We love you. It's, we ask all of this in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Oh, my, Cindy says. <laughs> Her amniotic fluid has been very, very low. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Well, with Courtney. Well, God willing, she will, she will, he or she will come in the appointed time. Absolutely. Healthy and strong. All right, my Thank friends. Thank you. We love you guys. Have a beautiful day tomorrow. And, and, uh, Kate, I hope you're enjoying your Sunday, your Resurrection Sunday. Take we care. love you guys. We love you. God bless. Bye.